0: Welcome to the Blackberries Podcast, hosted by my precious daughters, Kezia and Kamali. These young ladies are rooted in their Caribbean heritage and on a mission to share their passion for food sovereignty and all living things with love and harmony. Listen to the Blackberries Podcast. It's my favorite podcast, and you can find it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts by searching the Blackberries Podcast. You can visit them on Twitter and Instagram at WeBlackberries and blackberries.org. What'd you say?
1: Does it sound like my mic is on? I really cannot tell. My mic is on. You feel. You sound good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all. Welcome to season two. Welcome back. We missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this season, we want to start by sharing daily health practices that keep us strong and grounded. My daily yoga and meditation practices give me energy and focus to embrace the day. If I don't start the day by taking a moment to be fully present and center myself... Am I breathing? It's like trying to leave the house without something essential, like my underwear or my wallet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) Yeah. I've also been crossing over to vegan over the last year. And as a result, so has my family. (laughs) I'm sure they were all immediately on board. (laughs) It did take some getting used to. I'm feeling more confident about preparing vegan meals to nourish us that my family will actually enjoy eating. So yeah, eating plant-based foods and drinking lots of water are the best things I've done for my health so far this year. Excellent. You are killing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've really gotten into this book over the last year called Sacred Women, and it's a guide to healing the feminine body, mind, and spirit. And you, Kezia, got it for me. It's taken my spiritual practice to like a whole other level. There are phases and each phase has a different stone, spiritual guardian, and floral essence. I didn't even know you could digest floral essences before this, Um, (laughs) but you focus on them during your meditation and it's just been keeping me so in tune with myself and nature. I'm super into the essence of the phase I'm in now, Iris, because it helps cravings for sweets and hypoglycemic tendencies. And for a while now, I've been noticing that sugar and I are not friends. It makes my skin break out, my teeth hurt, and it keeps me up at night. Wow. Like that relationship is not working for you anymore. Yes, correct. (laughs) 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 Also, diabetes is out there. So I've been avoiding eating sugar, reading more labels, and drinking celery juice. So this is my path. (laughs) I'm holding myself accountable, and I want you guys to help me. We love learning from our community. Let's help each other grow. Post your grounding practices on Instagram and Twitter with the hashtag WeBlackBerries. We can't wait to see what you're into.
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I have started working with our realtor shout out to Colombian Steve Steve is very big into bamboo like he builds entire houses of bamboo all over the world through his many passion projects Steve uses regenerative practices to preserve land and is an advocate for sustainability just like us Steve knows we're looking for land across the globe and, is, and down. is down Period. He's been showing us a lot of great properties. We're keeping our options open, so we're looking at raw land and land with structures. We don't want to get attached to a property just because there's water or electricity there. So we're also planning out the cost to create our own infrastructure. Hashtag research. (laughs) (laughs) Creating our own infrastructure presents an opportunity to be even more sustainable. Yes. (laughs) Like putting solar panels in place and using groundwater methods for water distribution. We've also found that abandoned old growth properties can sometimes have a stronger ecosystem and better soil. For sure. It can also save us thousands of dollars to pick something that has some choice structures already, like a barn or a septic tank or a well. Yeah, even if they're really old. Some properties have fencing, which can be expensive to put up. Having that already in place would be really awesome too. We talked to Steve about the cost of acquiring raw land.
2: Any vibes on this?
3: We really liked it. We have to put in our own power or something. Was that like how does that work?
2: Most land, raw land, you're gonna to have to put in power uh-huh. well. You know, right, water yeah.
3: mm-hmm. And
2: uh, and a septic system uh-huh. for whatever home or structure you decide to build. That's why, that's why when I see these barns or these kind of established farms. It'll save you years and thousands, you know, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. So potentially, even if you buy a uh, dilapidated uh, single wide on 20 acres, it, that'll ensure at least you have a basic, you know, mm-hmm. already a power connection and then a potentially a septic and a well. So you're buying already the infrastructure on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I think, um, cause you know, like we were scared that if it had a structure on it, there wouldn't be enough land right or something
1: so we had kind of that's what we're looking at bare, you know yeah because sometimes they'll put the house but then it's like five acres or 10 acres yeah.
3: or a lot yeah. more money yeah. too or something right yeah, yeah.
2: exactly so it'd more expensive you never know okay. but yes most raw land all of these you none right. you know sewer nothing water no uh and then you'll have to, you know, it'll have the electricity somewhere on the boundary, in which you've got to then bring it into wherever your build site or your structure is going to be. I don't know if but this-
1: maybe there's like a solar option. Oh, there's <laughs> always a
2: solar option. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: The sun yeah. always- is out.
1: Mm-hmm, right.
2: Do you want any yeah. wooded areas? Do you want any woods?
1: Well, yeah. I feel like the soil is often better when there are some established woods
3: do you know if people take on the task of like
1: clearing land
3: themselves or is that just something like if all you know like if 10 of acres is not clear like what if we were clear it ourselves
2: can you yes you can yeah yeah it depends on on restrictions zoning and that kind of thing as well so if it's
3: okay
2: if it's open use or if it's unrestricted then you can do whatever you want let's get down let's get down to business
1: We discovered that we definitely need something called unrestricted land. I was seeing some great properties, and then when I inquired about them before we met Steve, people would be like, yeah, no, you can't just farm here. (laughs) You can't have animals here. (laughs) This is for like a subdivision. So it's good to be specific with your realtor. Definitely. (laughs) Some good questions to have ready are, when was the land last surveyed? What was it used for and when? Is there some sort of a road? Do we have to cut a driveway? Can we get a truck in there? Or do we just charge ahead with a brush cutter? (laughs) Because we don't have one, so that would be another expense. (laughs) (laughs) In this process, we've discovered topography maps. And they are super useful. The topography of a place is important because for what we have planned, we need a good portion of it to be nice and flat. Steve skillfully explains this concept. You
2: know, if this one you like, I can we can look into it right now and see the topo on it. This is a 69-acre piece. We Mm. want to do as much. Pre due diligence as possible. You know we can get into this and and look into the topo, and this is what I you know I'm kind of good at. So here's the contour line.
1: Yeah.
2: You can see it in 3D, okay. and that'll tell you how much of it is usable. You guys know how to, you know how to make yeah, this. Yeah, you're out? telling us
1: the lines when they're closer together. That's like more mountainous, right? Exactly. That's more so, spread out. Okay.
2: exactly. So the closer to the, these lines are 10 feet in altitude difference. So every, every, mm-hmm. from one to the next is 10 feet. Um, the closer nice. they are together, the steeper, correct? And then yeah. when they, get, they, they, they get far from each other. Then you could see this is a little ridge or, or, you know, little
3: Fine. hill.
2: And this is kind of usable up here, you see, but that's very, very steep. So it's, it's yeah. 5% usable, you know? Yeah, um, I feel like maybe
1: more. I don't know what yeah. percent is right. But. So that's kind of what we have to look at is
2: are they level? That's why you see this is cheap. This is not expensive compar- comparatively, right? Yeah. Um, right, so it's all relative. It has to do with location is number one, right? Then mm-hmm. there's usable land. How usable is it? And then, of course, you get into utilities and costs to put infrastructure you know, how far back you have to build a driveway, how far back you have to take electricity, you know, it's so, so it just, it's all relative.
0: Who gonna hold us? Uh, not the cemetery or the penitentiary. Damn, my contemporaries, I'm too legendary. It's so money. I got money.
1: Considering what we now know about topography and the land surrounding the Asheville area, we feel like permaculture could be something great to look into. Hashtag more research. (laughs) (laughs) We can have like three acres of rotatable land for veggies and spread berries out in between the woods. We could put a house somewhere flat, then put fruit orchards in the hills. And that way we maximize the lower land for vegetables and animals. Yeah, you could do a lot, and we want to embrace the natural landscape. Goats like hills, <laughs> so they could be on them, and I think, <laughs> and I think they'd enjoy it. Yes, non-level land has a lot of possibilities.
0: All my life, I had to grind and hustle. I had to work like Kobe just to shine like Russell. They say. Glad you made it happen overnight. They said, Damn, you changed. I'm like, show you right.
1: Before making a commitment to a piece of land, we are most certainly including soil testing in our due diligence process. Understanding the soil and its history will inform us what plants and animals we choose to raise and how best to work together in harmony. Checking in with the local extension agents who are experts on all that stuff is a great thing to do early on. So we're enjoying shopping. We are learning more about what will empower Blackberries to harmoniously strengthen human land connection. Hear, hear. (laughs) We have been feeling the love and good vibes from our listeners, family, and friends. We are so grateful for you. Y'all are fire. More fire. More fire. Bah,
3: bah, bah.
0: so much for listening to the blackberries podcast if you would like to learn more you can visit the blackberries instagram page at we blackberries or you can visit the blackberries website at blackberries.org tune in next time for more positive vibrations on the blackberries podcast